Have you heard that bang in the garage in the middle of the night? Could it have been a spring or a garage door has broken? Call the experts at Precision Door Service. Two numbers to contact them. Area code 708-474-6657 or 219-306-8155. They can always be reached online at precisiongarage-door.com. Those numbers again, in case of emergency, with your garage door, Precision Door Service at 708-474-6657 or 219-306-8155. You can always get them online at precisiongarage-door.com. Thanks for checking out another 316 podcast. I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, today we are starting a new conversation. We're talking with Sue, but before we get into all that, let's uh, run through the list of everybody that we need to thank, our favorite people in the whole entire world. First of all, of course, we always want to thank Larry and Sandy. Thanks for everything that you've done. Uh, thanks in the studio, actually. We also have our creative producer, who is Esther, is with us today. Uh, also, we want to thank our house manager, Danielle. And also in the studio with us, as always, is our uh, technical producer, who is Justin. So thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, checking out another 316 podcast. Again, thanks for checking out another season with us. You see things differently today as we do because, obviously, we have a new studio. And the new studio uh, was redesigned by our good friend at D'Lo Studio Design. So thanks, D'Lo, for all your hard work here. And we are proudly... Uh, supported and underwritten by Payrock. So this is Payrock Studios, a uh, new business partner of mine. Uh, so excited about the future of partnering with these guys. Payrock Payment Processing, so excited to be in business with those guys. But enough of the business, uh, let's get down to the fun stuff. Guys, I'm so super excited to have in the studio with us is Sue Matice. Now listen, one of the things that we, we always try to have a little... Um, uh, a little conversation before we get in here. We have a little prayer. We talk about things that we don't want to talk about and things that we shouldn't talk about, all that stuff. And the one, one thing that I didn't say that I, I, need to, I need to tell you now is once this goes out into the Internet's blogs in these spheres, uh, we don't know where it goes, right? So if you feel uncomfortable saying people's names, proper names, your husband's names, your kids' names, stuff that identifies you, uh, I won't say them, so it's up to you if you want to say them or not. Um, so I'm not going to say your last name, but if you want to, that's fine. We usually say all these things. But uh, today we are talking with Sue. She's a good friend of ours from uh, the, the faith church community here in uh, Northwest Indiana, Southern Chicago land. But Sue, thanks for coming in and sitting with us. Thanks for having me. Talking it's fun about, to be here. Yeah. So you've seen a couple podcasts. 
I've heard a couple. Yes. Are you a podcast listener? I have become a podcast listener with my current job. Really? I drive a lot, and so podcasts have become my friends. And you listen, just put them on your phone, you you Bluetooth it into your uh, stereo. Yep. Yeah, that's how you do that. And and are you like everybody else that just loves the True Life Crime podcast? You know what? I got into that with our daughter, um, especially when Gabby was missing a month ago or so. Are they podcasting about Gabby already? Um, well, Gabby and I forget her. Yeah. Laundry? Yes. Thank yeah. you. That was a big, that was a big thing. Huh? That was big in September. Jeez, the whole so. thing, the, the, the world's gone mad. And this, this must be why everybody's into true life crimes. Mm-hmm. Is because, what do you think? Is it everybody has something inside of them? Is it just the interest in human psychology? I think so. Or the mystery of it. Mystery. And I think maybe to some degree we want to know the answers. Well, let's let's de let's demystify uh, everybody out there because we're all going to get to know Sue, right? Okay. Because for years people are like tell me more about Sue. I'm like <laughs> I, I I don't know. So today we're going to find out. So let's let's start with today. Okay. Today, uh, you were married. Yes. Right. Uh, you have three children. Yes. And you you work. Yes. You you are uh, you own a business. Yes. And and life today is pretty great. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you feel excited about life yes. today. Yeah, very hopeful and optimistic. hasn't always hasn't always been that way. You've had some some bumps in life, right, along the way. Yep, like we I all know. have. Yes. So so t- so take us back to the beginning as, as far as you can remember. You were, uh, you're a Michigan kid. I grew up um, in Sparta, Michigan. Sparta, Michigan. Now, yes. isn't there like a, a a brand of groceries up there? Is that Sparta Spartan Groceries? That I don't know that that's necessarily in Sparta, but Old Orchard, like Sparta's a cute little country town surrounded by apple orchards. So Old really? Orchard Juice. If you look oh, on there, yeah, you'll yeah, see Sparta, yeah. Michigan. Really, and that's where you're from. Born and raised in a little farming community. Yes. In Middle Michigan, nowhere. Yeah. Hillbilly. Well, Ryan would consider that. Ryan would consider it middle of nowhere, <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> that I'm a country girl. Uh, but isn't but isn't that where, where like where the the actual name hillbilly came from? Wasn't it the, the Michigan farmers? They're the ones that coined the term hillbillies? I'm not sure. I guess okay. I've grown up hearing it, but I didn't. Okay. So so you actually are a hillbilly. <laughs> so I'm a hillbilly. Um, I thought it was Kentucky, but I, I you know that Michigan, uh, I actually wear, wear that. People say, well, what nationality are you? I will say that I'm, I'm Scottish, Irish, and English, and 100% hillbilly. <laughs> we are from the hills, Black Oak, Missouri. Uh, born and raised on the farm. No. No, no, right in town. In town. In town. Right, right next to the church that we attended. Like, uh-huh. I could walk across the parking lot. Really? One minute before the service started. And, and did you? Were, like, you just were you a normal church girl growing up? Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. Um, you were the youngest of five. No, no. I, <laughs> I just I just make half of this up. I could either go along with it or no. You should tell, tell the you, truth. I'm a middle child. I have an middle older child. brother. Uh-huh. And a younger brother. Really? So, only girl. Does that suck? Was that awesome or did that suck as a kid? Uh, it depended on the day. Yeah. No, I had a good relationship with my brothers. Uh, they teased you. 
A little bit, but I didn't let him tease me too much. Because you were a tomboy or because... No, I think I was too sensitive. You cried. Mm-hmm. I probably cried. Really? Yeah. Um, you, you've always considered yourself sensitive? or like People would say to your mom, say, oh, Sue, you're just so sensitive. <laughs> yeah, probably. Really? I think I do remember hearing, don't be so sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's not all bad being sensitive, just sometimes... <sighs> It's interesting because there's people in my life that I know that are that are sensitive, and they they've been told the same thing: to stop being so sensitive. But what is that? But what is that? What is that? Like, what does that do to you? Does that make? Does that? Do you, are you? Do you grow up then feeling like you're too sensitive? Um, I didn't take that on that I was okay. too sensitive, but I did have to learn to navigate through my sensitivity, which I still am learning. Yeah. Like I feel like being sensitive has led to being empathetic. And, yeah, well, that's that's kind of a buzzword these you know, days, right? It, being, I'm an empath, right? Yeah. Is that is that something you... I, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> How crazy is that? But are you, like, are you an empath? You feel people's pain? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And is that what makes you so sensitive? Probably. Raised with an older brother and a younger brother... Uh, mom and dad I- intact. I mean, they they, yeah. they 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 were alive your whole childhood. Yeah. they're still alive. Celebrated uh, fifty years. Fifty of, years of marriage. It's, yeah, marriage last that's a year. Weird thing. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations, Mister and Mrs. Not your married name anymore. <laughs> um, what was life like in Sparta, Michigan, being the only daughter of this family? Well, when I look back, I actually have lots of good memories of growing up um, with parents who loved the Lord, who kept us really involved in church, and it was a really small church, which gave us a lot of community. Um, Within that church, we grew up with kids in the neighborhood, um, and growing growing up right next door to the church, we had a big parking lot that we could ride our bikes in, and um, yeah, spent a lot of time jumping on the trampoline. Um, I think my childhood is somewhat unique in that my parents never had a TV in the house until I went to college. Stop. <laughs> I was going to let you go until I heard something weird. Uh, it's not weird. It's just unusual. Right. So you, like you didn't have a TV. Did not have a TV. There wasn't one in the house. Nope. Now, of course, TV had been invented. Mm-hmm. Right. My kids joke that it wasn't, but yes. <laughs> you were born before TV, yeah. Um, was it weird to you? A little bit, yeah. Because you're, uh, I, I got you a little bit younger than me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know exactly how old you are. I don't know exactly how old I, I am. But I've got you a little younger than me, which puts you squarely in the 80s. Yes, yes. Which is the greatest entertainment decade of our lifetime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you and missed, I missed it, it all. <laughs> I mean, you missed, you know, Family Ties and The Cosby Show I and know. Knight Rider, right? Well, I, I knew about them. It wasn't uh-huh. like I grew up in a cave. I just didn't get to veg on the couch and watch them. So how did you get information? The radio. Okay, so we listened to the radio a lot. Yep. So my parents were big Detroit Tiger baseball fans. I remember listening to baseball on the radio. Um, 
And then I had friends who had TVs. Oh, so you would sneak. I became became good friends with the neighbors. (laughs) You had an awful lot of sleepovers then. With an older woman down the street. I knew knew when Love Boat was on and I could go and visit her and watch Uh Love Boat. Uh Love Boat was your go-to, yeah. Well, I don't know. And then, you know, my grandparents had a TV, so. That's strange. So your your parents' parents had had TV. But your your mom and dad decided that they didn't want to live in a house ruled by social media or ruled by pop culture. Yes. They just didn't want that to be an influence in their life or the, the lives of their children. Yes. Uh, and it didn't seem too weird to you until you got a little bit older enough to know that most of your friends, as a matter of fact, even your grandparents had a TV. Mm-hmm. Um. What did it? What do you think it changed about your childhood? Well, we played a lot of family games, uh-huh. um, so we spent a lot of time around our little dining room, our little kitchen table, playing uh-huh. games. I read a lot of books. Um, I think I just had to be a little more creative, and I don't know. I mean. I, I guess at the time, you know, when you're growing up, yeah. you don't know anything different. Absolutely. I mean, you know that people live differently, but. You don't know the difference until you, you become know. an adult. Right. So I don't want you to be judgmental or sound judgmental, but do you feel that you had a better childhood as a result of not having the influence of media in your house? You know, I've never been asked that question, but quite possibly, Yes. Because it just it just feels or seems simpler, right? Right. Yeah. Do you remember a uh, a, a memory as a kid uh, seeing a movie or or TV show that really s- struck out? And, and the reason I ask is because this because because my my parents were raised on TV and loved TV, so my babysitter was television. I was raised watching TV. It literally was my babysitter from the time I got up to the time I went to school and from the time I got home from school until the time I went to bed. That television set was my constant companion. It was my best friend. And maybe some of the, the reasons today I, I am so connected to to pop and media. And, and as a matter of fact, as a performer and an actor is because of influence of, of television, whatever. But do you remember a time that stands out in your head as like that was a moment I remember watching on TV. Uh, I remember when the Challenger yeah. exploded, and I think I was over at a friend's house. Um, that or, that was big TV. That was big TV. Yeah, yeah, yep. I do remember um, my parents borrowed my grandparents' little TV. Yeah, it was probably black and white. Yeah, the little black and white. Yeah, for the Olympics. Oh. So we got to have a TV in our house for a couple of weeks. So you watch some, you watch some commercials, and you watch some Olympics. Yeah. Uh, it sounded like you came from kind of a sports family. Yes. Yep. Your dad was a was your dad an athlete, or did they just they just loved the Detroit game, the teams? Uh, my dad was a high school athlete. I don't uh. think he played in college, but then he was a high school teacher and he coached um, quite a bit. I remember him. Well, I don't remember when he coached, like, I was too young, but girls basketball. And then I do remember when he coached soccer and um, at the high school. So, yeah, sports were always a part of our lives and so being active. Uh, does your mom and dad have a TV now? 
They do. Yeah, they actually, funny thing, they got it when I left for yeah, college. Of course they did. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I joke with them because I was the entertainment, so yeah. they needed something else. So. Right. Uh, and now they have a full boat, right? I mean, they got cable. They oh, got yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they, they got, got it all. They got the whole deal. Well, and, they don't have Netflix, but. And they so, so they're catching up on everything that they missed out on. Was it wrong for you? Because here's the thing, and I want to talk about sin, but, you know, as a kid, I, I, I'm assuming because you're a kid just like I was a kid, you snuck around and occasionally did some bad things. It doesn't matter what the things were. I did some bad things. You did some bad things. Was was your bad things watching something you shouldn't on somebody else's TV? Like <laughs> like you watch Three's Company once and you're like, I shouldn't be watching this, but it feels so good. No, because I, <laughs> I don't remember them like telling us like TV is bad. You can't right. watch TV. They just were more like, we're just choosing not to have a TV in our house. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I was being rebellious necessarily when I was like watching TV at a friend's house. Okay. So it wasn't demonized. Right. It just was not something that you had. Right. Um, What was school like? Grade school, high school, middle school? Like, were you, were you a party kid or were you a good studious person? Overall, I was a good kid. Overall, (laughs) which means there was a night here or there. Uh, Were you in band? Were you a band geek, a theater geek? No, I wish. I am so not musical. I tried playing the flute in eighth grade. Uh. Just and I remember our concert, and I literally, I think I was just pretending to play. Yeah, you didn't play at all. No, you didn't play one no, note. just music's not, not my thing. <laughs> I tried singing with a church choir, yeah, it didn't girls' work out. church choir. just yeah. didn't work out for me. No. Is it, was it a public thing, or was it uh, just not musically inclined just at all? Just not musically inclined. I wish. I really, really yeah. wish I had that gift. But We're going to get into more wishes later. Okay. We're going to talk about really? life that, as you wanted to see it. Ooh. Um, so you were studious, like good grades. Good grades. I mean, yeah. I mean, I you was, hit the books hard. I was president of the National Honor Society. Of course, you were. More because I like being a leader, not because my grades were really. And I, I didn't graduate top of the class or anything, uh-huh. but I did good. I worked hard, but I really enjoyed my social life. I loved, uh-huh. you know, being involved in sports and then really like student council and. So anytime clubs. not in the house is what you enjoyed. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I worked a lot, like and to be out. I did very social. Are you still like that? Um, interesting that you ask. I am still quite social, but I like being home even more. Like the older I get, I think the more I'm out of the house. I want yeah. to be at home. Yeah, it's weird what happens when when, when you get old. I, I remember my, my parents not having much of a social life, um, and now I get it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Like, oh, want, yeah, yeah, I totally identify with my parents now. <laughs> like, the less people I know, the happier it's I It's like the commercial, days, right, right? With uh, becoming your parent. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, Sparta, Christian school kid? Was uh, it a Christian school? I, did, it? I actually did um, do Christian school for elementary school. Uh-huh. Um, it was up in Grant, which is totally farming community. Um, what was the town called? Grant. 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 Like a person's name, Grant. So Grant Christian School, um, pretty unique. It was um, first through eighth grade and only four classrooms. So we had first and second grade together, third and fourth, fifth and sixth, seventh and eighth. Wow. So I had like four teachers for eight years. And there were ten, a total of 10 kids in your classroom. 
that you went to school with. Yeah, I think I had eight kids in my grade. <clears throat> and so this is why you didn't marry like your your middle school sweetheart. Right. This there, is probably why I there, was were no, there were no there boys. Was no, no, <laughs> no boy. I mean, we were friends. We hung out, but no. Uh, so this is so you were you're small town Sioux. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Wow. So not even Grand Rapids big, which is, in my opinion, a kind of a small city, but it's like. Yeah. I mean, Grand Rapids was like 20 minutes away, so not far. So you're a suburb of Grand Rapids. Correct. Uh, Southwestern, central Michigan, whatever they Southwest. call it. Southwest, right? yep. Or Western Michigan. Uh, yep. Where'd you go to high school? And then I went to Sparta High School. Sparta—that's yes. a local public school. Local public school. My what? dad was my biology teacher. Okay, was that a big cultural change coming from a really small Christian to a decent-sized public? I don't remember that it was like a huge deal. Um, my older brother had already gone there, and I think because my dad was part of the community, and yeah. so it wasn't. So and you, I had gone to kindergarten with a lot of them. Yeah, so you were pretty well established before you even got there. Yes. And so high school was was fine for you. Yeah, I loved high school. Uh, nor, uh, did, you, did you peak? Like some people like peak in high school. Like that was the best time of their life. If they could go back, they would do high school all over again, not change a thing because it was the best time ever. You know, I did really love high school. I had a lot of great friends, got a lot of adventures. And um, I don't think I peaked, though. Yeah. It was. So you've had better days since high school. Yeah, yeah. I actually I have. But I know what you're talking about because I think I tell my kids that now. Like, those kids are peaking. That's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. yeah. The popular kids that, that, that are teasing and <laughs> bullying your kids. They're going to try to ride like, this the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah. yeah. It, it won't work. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so high school was normal, uneventful. I mean, no you, no nights in jail. But you did TP people, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know kind what? of a normal uh, teenage years. Yeah. We did um, steal political signs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my husband ended up in a cop car because of that, but I didn't. I didn't get in trouble for but that. But you one. didn't know your husband then, did you? No, I didn't. All right, but he, but no. he has, he has a little shaded background. Yeah, he does. History but too, I suppose that's his story to I tell. I suppose right? that's his podcast, right? <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have him on next to talk <laughs> yeah. about his nights in jail. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, so high school was just good. Yes, it was great. Um, yeah. Homecoming queen. I was on the homecoming court. Yeah. Yep. And the prom court. Uh, and you, made it you know, all, all I was the, always like on the court, but yeah, never the queen. Number two. Never the queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but your dad was the biology teacher. Yes. And w- did it, and is he a retired school teacher now? He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just good, solid people, small town people. Yes. And then you went to college. Yes. And this is where life became bigger. Yeah. More opportunity. Yes. Where'd you go to college? Trinity Christian College. Ooh, tell me about that place. Um, well, it's in Palos Heights. So why did you, first of all, why did you choose that? I mean, you're, you're from Michigan State. Yeah. University of Michigan. Right. U of M, go blue. Um, I was ready for just something different. Um, so you wanted to get out of small town Michigan. I did. And yes. go... Oh, yeah. I was ready to take on the world, like explore the world. I think um, my mom jokes. I mean, and I do. I remember I would be homesick, like at sleepovers. And then all of a sudden something happened in high school where I spent a month in British Columbia and then just started discovering the joy and adventure. And so staying in Michigan was just staying too close to home. Yeah. Um, I 
I actually wanted to go further, but I think my dad was like, just try Trinity for a year. Start here. It's, and then if you want to go further after that, let's talk. It's a good three hours, wise. right? Yeah. I mean, Chicago land was yes. about three hours. Yes. Um, so close enough to, you know, to come to the rescue if you needed to. Yes. But still far enough away for you to start your own life. Yes. So you gladly, you gladly picked up and packed and moved to the dorms at Trinity. Yes. And how was that? That was great. I loved my experience at Trinity. Um, I went change it. I didn't know anyone who went to Trinity. So going there, you didn't know anyone. So I didn't your know roommates, anyone. you didn't know your roommates. Nope. No, no kids from your high school. No. Was going to Trinity. And in fact, I had not even heard of Trinity until I was looking at colleges and I was going to visit. There's another Trinity in the Chicagoland area. Yes, Deerfield. Deerfield. Yeah. And so I was headed there, and my dad was like, "Hey, there's another Trinity." Um, in the Chicago area, we should stop there too. So that was Trinity Christian College. We stopped there. I was there for maybe an hour or two and felt like this is where I belong. Really? What what kind of a church did you did you go to growing up? Christian Reformed. Okay, so it was all part of it's that all world. part of it. But I didn't know. I guess our church just didn't really. It was too small. Maybe I don't know. And it was uh, it was Christian Reformed. So you actually went to Trinity Deerfield, mm-hmm. but on your way there, yeah, you stopped at Trinity. Yes. Christian. Yeah. And you said, I'm home. I did. This is it. Yep. I loved it. Did you even go to Deerfield? Yes. You did? I did. And going there, you're like, yeah. I was. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Not no, the same. Didn't feel it. That other school. Yeah. I love just maybe, you know, it's small community. It's such a small school. Maybe, you know, yeah, small town girl. Was it? Yeah. I mean, needed, you just felt the connection. small school and big city. You just felt the connection to that. And and then you went home, you finally graduated, you got accepted into Trinity, and you moved to Chicago to start your college career. Yes. But you moved out of the house, and you left your mom and your dad and your two brothers, and you went to live the adventure. Was that 30 years ago? Yes. And it's everything that you hoped and dreamed, right? I don't know. Was it 30 years? Um, There's been, you know, life is just full of ups and downs, right? Life has a way of doing it, doesn't it? Yes. So we're going to get into all of that next time we talk with Sue. Guys, thanks for checking out another 316 podcast. I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Today we're talking with Sue, and we'll be back next week for round two of Talking with Sue. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks, Sue. Hey, this is Clayton from 316 Creative Works talking about our podcast. Listen, if you like any of this stuff that you saw or you heard, I'm going to give you a couple places where you might find it besides coming in live to the Farmhouse Studios. There's a couple platforms you can find these on. Um, so you can check out Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. So for the cheap seats in the back there, let me say this one more time. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find it under 316 Podcasts.